The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Here's what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they make me smile, and that will make you smile. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Have you looked at the news lately? Shake your head. Weep. Wipe away the tear. Jesus is coming back soon. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use if we decide to be doers and not just hearers of the Word of God. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. That's the answer. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we just don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Going through the process of the everyday elements, not just in driving, but in your financial checkbook, in your relationships with your brothers and sisters and moms and dads, and your relationship with your, you know, all your friends, having those moments where you go, oy vey, and trying to figure out how to maintain the reflection and the image of Jesus Christ as you grow in him and draw closer to him, but then recognize the closer you get, the more there is to work on. Hmm, that's interesting. Here's the bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have a prayer request or a praise report, which we're going to have a prayer that we're going to offer up for Kirk, one of our good listeners, uh, has a prayer request we'll be starting the show off with. But we want you to first be aware that the way to reach out to us is simple. You can call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, it's going to be Captain Chris that answers the phone. And as soon as he answers the phone, you will be... Also, you can text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can do that anonymously. You can do that by looking at your phone and saying text if you have a really cool phone. Or you can have somebody else do it for you, you know, if you have somebody who's really cool who's, like, with you. All right. Also, you can send an email, david at org. That's david 
at hemustincrease.org, which, of course, leads us to the website. A couple things to mention on the website. If you go to hemustincrease.org, there are two books that I've written. Are they good? Nah, they're right. But you know what? They're not expensive, and that's kind of nice. You can get them electronically, or you can get them any other way. You can actually have Alexa read the book to you, which is kind of nice. No, it's not an audio book. You just got to know how to do it. If you haven't figured it out, let me know. I'll tell you how to do it. Bottom line to that is you can do that. You can also uh, fill out the form for a prayer request. We keep it private. Nobody knows what's going on. We keep that to ourselves. And then uh, additionally, there's a place to give. And then additionally, there's some other audio and video material on there. We hope it's a blessing for you. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Website, he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right. Now, one of our faithful listeners, Kirk, he is uh, he had a grandchild, great grandchild, sixth great grandchild yesterday. And then after the show, he texted me. And the baby's doing okay, but their sugar levels are kind of bouncing up and down. They've had some problems. I just want to take the time to pray for them. That's never a comfortable feeling when you're a parent, a grandparent, great-grandparent, when anybody in your family's in that position. I know it well, and I've lived it well. So we just want to take a moment to pray for him and his family. The baby's name is River. Okay, I think it's spelled with a Y, but it's River. So let's just pray before the Lord. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up River to you. And, and we just pray that you would make you would move in his body and that he would just be well and there would be no issues and that you would take the fear away from the parents and from the family and the immediate family and replace that with a great confidence in your faithfulness and your diligence and your kindness in this situation. We just ask for fullness of healing and touch and that river would be a great testimony testimony to your name and that the parents would know and the family members would know that this is by the grace of God. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so that's uh, something we want to absolutely keep in mind. Keep that in prayer. I'll keep you updated, which, by the way, is an important thing. I yelled at my brother yesterday. (laughs) I didn't yell at him. It's really hard to yell when he's in Arizona and I'm in Texas, you know. Even on the phone, it's just hard to do. So anyhow, the bottom line is he gave me an update on some of the things he was going through. It's a lot better, and that's always good to know. And I said, you could have called me. He goes, oh, I've been really busy. I said, it takes 10 seconds to text me and say everything's going good. Beep, and then that's it. (laughs) So if somebody's praying for you, you got something going on, make sure to stay in contact. That's just kind of a polite way to handle that and to go about that okay all right all right that's that that's that uh the only other thing i want to tell you is that tomorrow's show and thursday show so there's no show friday that's our christmas eve show off tomorrow's show and thursday show gonna be different now when i say gonna be different it's just gonna theme differently i'm gonna do it a little different uh you know i won't really tell you too much about my preparation for uh, what's taking place for uh, the uh, the Christmas that Noel and I are going to have. I did uh, finish wrapping the presents, and I will tell you that next to putting up a Christmas tree and putting up Christmas lights, my third least favorite thing in the entire universe about Christmas is wrapping a present, okay? Nothing says, man, did you fail first grade more than wrapping a present, Okay? All right, let's just be honest about it. 
Uh, let's get into the text. We are in Matthew. This is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful portion, and uh, all of it is. I mean, mo- most everything we get into the Word is just fantastic. Here is Matthew. We are in chapter 5, and we are at verse 18. Listen to what Jesus said. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or one stroke of a letter will pass away from the law until all things are accomplished. Wow. So Jesus defining things, and you're going to find out just how deep this goes when we get a little further down in the next few verses. He's going to say, people would say this, but I say. People would say this, but I say. Taking authority and position over everybody. But look at what Jesus says. He says, I'm telling you, okay, and in the King James, it's not one jot or tittle. Okay, that's the the, the reference there for those that are King James fans. Yeah, it's very simple. Not one dot on an I, not one crossing of a T will be missed in the word of God for the law of God to be accomplished. The earth will pass away first before the law fails. (laughs) Can you just just see the people around him going, what? (laughs) What? He's truly, I tell you, now, when somebody says truly, that, that's our way of saying, man, I am telling you. That is our man, I am telling you. Truly, man, I am telling you. Until heaven and earth pass away, not one of the smallest letters, not one stroke's going to be off. Nothing's going to get missed. I'm telling you, it is so sure. This is going back to our position. It's not a deep position. Most of you know it, but you should be living in it. God created the universe. The dude can write a book. You should live in that. You should know that. People are like, well, this version is different than this version. It's amazing how God has never failed to get his message across, period. And so what we need is to kind of catch up with what's going on in the Lord. Your God is bigger than translators. Okay, that's it. If he's not... He's terrible. Find another one. That's all. That's all I got to say. So he says, truly, I tell you, heaven and earth will, uh, will pass away uh, until heaven and earth pass away. Not the smallest letter. There's nothing that's going to happen to the law, the word of God, the truth of God, the proclamation of God that's going to change in any capacity until it gets what God, it accomplishes what God wants it to accomplish. And it doesn't matter what they say. I know what they're talking about, climate change, and it's going to happen, and this is going to happen. And everybody wants to bandage the earth. Remember, you're a Christian. You're looking for a new heavens and a new earth wherein dwells righteousness. I don't want an old one that's been puffed back up and stitched together. I want the new one. I want something brand new. I don't want a car that came out of a wreck and has got 14 different colors and went to Earl Shibes and it looks like it went to Earl Shibes. I want a real good looking new car. That's not hard to figure out. That's what we want. And what we want from the Lord is to just do it. And we want you in your heart, if you would be honest, you just want him to do it soon so you can go, I was right. <laughs> right? Come on. Don't, don't lie about stuff like that. And here's the important part about that. God's word is as solid as anything, including the earth you stand on or the heaven he sits in. Whoa. What are you trying to say? There are a few things that are completely reliable in this lifetime. They say it's death and taxes. Well, that's not true. Elijah didn't die. Whoops. Guess that's not true. 
but God's word is absolutely sure and steadfast. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. is the David Spoon Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been my privilege in my past. I've been a Christian for a short time, only about 40 years. But when I was in my first year, I had a chance to meet James Robeson, who had a chance to pray for my brother and myself. Uh, very helpful at a very needful time as we were fighting our way out of a Christian cult. And uh, he prayed for clarity. And uh, it was just a pastor's gathering in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, I have the privilege again of interviewing one of what, what I consider to be one of the great men of God who are still with us on this planet. And I just want to give a wholehearty welcome and open door and open heart to James Robeson. Uh, thank you, sir, for being a part of our show and a part of our audience. Well, David, it's a pleasure to join with you, and I'm grateful that praying together was uh, meaningful to you and a very important point in your life. So just joy to be with you and your listeners. Now, David, can I just download what I believe is the heart of our Heavenly Father to your listeners for a few minutes? Yes, please, by all means. When I spoke to the leaders before the election, and I talked about the need, this is in Washington, there were nearly 2,000 pastors and church leaders there. And I said, I'm telling you, there are people right now who are being captivated by the Jesus they see in some of our lives. And I said, listen to me. We have a fatherless nation, desperately in need of a father. If we, as believers, as Christians, who have the perfect father, if we would show people clearly what the family of the perfect father looks like, I believe the fatherless would run to the father and the father's house. And I believe that. I said that to the president of the United States. I said, sir, your children say you're a good father. Eric Trump happened to be sitting by me when I first said that. Eric said, he's a great father. I said, well, he may be, but that doesn't mean he's flawless. I do believe that we need a father, and I believe we can pray and God can raise up people that have a father's heart. And so I began to emphasize the church revealing what the father's like. Now listen to me. We as believers comprise the body of Christ, the body of born-again, baptized into Christ believers who are born from above. We have a perfect heavenly Father who reveals his will. He's not willing that any should perish. He said, you call on me and I'll heal your land. Now listen to me. Christian believers, we're not looking for a champion. We've got one. He's the only one that rides the white horse. We're not looking for a king. We have a king. The king of kings, the Lord of lords, that's Jesus. He holds kings in his hand. Our king, our shepherd, our father said, come to me as my family, and you ask me to heal your land in desperate need of healing. You come in humility. You come knowing I'm the only one that can heal, and I can use imperfect vessels to accomplish my perfect will. I always have. I always will. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Every time I hear James Robeson, he's just good. Now, David, can I download? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Go ahead. Just do it, man. It's one of those great, great, great preacher teachers. Okay, here's your first trivia question. Who... 
saw amazing visions when he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Mm. Who saw amazing visions when he was in the spirit on the Lord's day? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we're going to do our DNA because it's important. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. 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 Every day that has a vowel in it. There you go. How's that? Uh, N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Why? That's pretty straightforward. Why? Because if you're ashamed of Jesus and his words, he'll be ashamed of you. A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means it's not just all about us. Even just, I know it's Christmas time. Don't you know, get weird on us. It's just not all about you and me. It's about the other people that God brings into our lives or that are in our lives and that we don't take the time to read the situation and care and express our love and commitment to them. It's about all of that, and it's about being a blessing and a vehicle for the Lord to use to bless them, okay? That's what it's all about. All right, the trivia question, as stated, and I will state it again, who saw an amazing visions, actually multiple amazing visions, when he was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day? Mm. At the 2 o'clock hour, we're going to tell you how you can win. Uh-oh, you can win something from us? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of caveats on that. <laughs> Just calm down. Okay, calm down. But you're going to be able to win a chronological Bible, but there's a lot of caveats. So I'm just telling you ahead of time. We'll get to that in the 2 o'clock hour. In the meantime, as people are answering the trivia question, we are going to go back to this text because this is, I think, a very helpful portion that will help you differentiate what's going on in the church world and why you don't need to always freak out when somebody says something that's kind of weird. Okay? All right. Verse 19 of Matthew 5. And we'll back it up to verse 18, go 19. Uh, and then what we'll do is we'll kind of we'll kind of just read it all the way through, and then you'll understand why. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or or one stroke of the letter will pass away from the law until all things are accomplished. Therefore, oh, therefore, got a therefore. Whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches these commandments will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Two things to be aware of. Three things to be aware of. See, I was wrong on that one. Here's the first thing. It doesn't say you will be called the greatest in heaven because you will never be the greatest in heaven. Just exactly what James Robinson just said. It's like, we have a king. We have a superstar. There is nobody else that's going to be in that place. There is one. You can be great in heaven. You just can't be the greatest in heaven. So let's just drop that and make that simple. Number two, for all those people that are freaking out over equality, don't go to heaven. Don't go. Just, you know, don't go. Well, what's my alternative, Dave? Well, I guess H-E double hockey sticks would be our alternative, but you, know, you can't go to heaven if everything in your mind is equal, 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 equal. Really? Well, here's what Jesus said. 
Whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom. You know what that means? That there's least and there's great. And that's the way it goes. And if you don't like it, don't go. There. That, that's pretty simple. People are like, well, that doesn't seem for – that's not the kind of heaven I'd want to go to. Then don't. <laughs> it's my answer. It's like I don't, I'm not going to apologize for what the Lord has to say. He made it pretty clear. It's like, look, there's least in the kingdom. There's great in the kingdom. You can be a least in the kingdom. What's least? Well, that's less than great, isn't it? There is not an equality in heaven. We're all the same in heaven. No, we're not. As you know, there are a certain amount of thrones, certain amount of tribes, there's rewards. No, that doesn't even exist. It's just not even a reality. But the best part we're going to get to after I take this call, we're going to get to the best part of the teaching that people miss that's very practical from a Christian point of view, especially when you listen to Christian radio and go to churches and do things like that. So let's take our call first, and then I'll get to it. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, you're talking to Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know, you never have to. I don't ever want you to think it's you. You call too much. No, ever, 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 ever think that. It's refreshing to hear your voice, and it's refreshing. I mean, you get about ninety, probably ninety-five percent right. So it's always refreshing. I just want you to know. Oh, that. well, yeah. maybe not today because I'm just giving a straight-up guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just set you up. How could you do that? All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, let's go through the question. All right, follow me along. Who saw amazing visions when he was in the spirit on the Lord's Day? Well, I immediately thought it was John. That is correct, Amundo! Oh, yay! (laughs) Excellent job. No, you absolutely had it correct. He was in the spirit on the Lord's Day, and then the Lord showed him. What was going on? That's one of the definitions where we get the Lord's Day from that text. And it's like that he saw all these wonderful things because the Holy Spirit was making it known. Excellent job. All right. <laughs> great work. Great, okay, great job. Okay, well, y'all have a good afternoon. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See, she guesses, but she guesses right a lot. <laughs> See, I like that. All right. Let me go back to this teaching. I don't want you to miss this. This is a really important thing. Actually, uh, I, I chatted with a few people about this. Listen to this. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever does and teaches these commandments will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Okay? So one person is teaching people to break. Right? To break. Whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same, they're teaching other people to break. That's bad. But stop. They're still in heaven. Let me explain something to you. Those people are not false teachers. Did you hear what I said? I want to make sure. Those people are not false teachers. They're just bad teachers. You see, you see the, what, what the church has done. Yeah, that, that's what I said. What the church, and yeah, sometimes I'm a bad teacher. I mean, that just happens. But what the church has done is said, oh, if they don't teach it perfectly, well, then they're a false. It's like, seriously, every person except for Jesus is false then. Just wipe them out. Everybody's gone. All right? Jesus, in the beginning, before it gets really intense, and it's about to get really intense, says, okay, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. They're still in heaven. It's not a false teacher. It's not a 
false prophet. It's just a lousy teacher or a lousy prophet, so to speak. I mean, that's what you got to think of. And people are like, well, you know, the standard of the Old Testament is somebody prophesied. If it didn't come to pass, then you would uh, kill them. That's right. That had to do with prophecy, prediction, talking about the future, not teaching somebody something. This is completely different. Don't merge them together. Jesus breaks into the Sermon on the Mount going, okay, there's going to be some good teachers, and then there's going to be maybe not quite as good teachers. And the people that are not quite as good, and they're teaching people to break the, the littler things, that's, that's just not good. And that's what it is. And what we fail to do is separate the word false from bad. That's That's exactly what we do. There are teachers who will teach something that you don't agree with, and you may consider them bad. I mean, some people will. There are teachers that will teach a different eschatology. That's not different, or that's not bad. That's not false. That's difference of opinion. That's a third category altogether. Whether you're amillennialist, premillennialist, or postmillennialist, that matters. It never used to matter in fellowship. And when they start raising up the level of persecution, it won't matter again. What does matter is that when people are using the Word of God, they do their best to apply it, and you, as one who is being taught or as one who's teaching, have a responsibility to study, to show yourself diligently approved before the Lord, making sure that what somebody teaches is, in fact, what's in there. That's your job. People can teach all day long, but if you are grounded in the Word and you know what the Word has to say, if they teach something that's off, you just go, nope. Not doing it. That's that's it's not any more complex than that. And you're not gonna be able to nobody's gonna be able to turn to somebody who taught them something on television or radio or anywhere else and go, That person said this to me and God's just gonna go, Did you read it? <laughs> no. Okay. We bear a certain level of responsibility in all of this process. There are great teachers. By the way, the majority of teachers who are alive today are fantastic. The majority of the teachers who are have passed on before us were un- legends, just absolutely great. And intermixed with that were a couple of little, like, goofy, yeah, that's a little strange, that's a little weird, but that doesn't make them false in the context of evil. False prophets and false teachers are trying to lead people to another Messiah. That's not what's going on in those cases. That's why when you have, and I'll just say it real quickly, that's why when you have some of the bigger names now cutting out or cutting down people in different denominations because they believe like in the gifts, that's not wisdom. It's just not. I don't care what anybody says. It's not wise. Those people love Jesus just as much. Got to be careful about stuff like that. All right. We're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. 
by giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Jesus's longest sermon that's recorded is Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, which takes about 25 to 30 minutes long. It takes about 30 minutes to read Matthew 5, 6, and 7. So here's a lesson for pastors and preachers everywhere. Jesus said everything he wanted to say on the Sermon on the Mount in 30 minutes. Paul took 12 hours. God didn't record a single word. The David Spoon Experience on 770 KAAM. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM.